0: Today we have Vin Singh, the founder and CEO of Bullfrog AI on the show with us. Hi Vin. Hi Ben, great
1: to be with you today.
0: It's great to have you. I want to uh, wanna give you a little bit of a, a summary of, of Bullfrog AI. I'm really excited to talk more about the machine learning space. It's an area that I've spent a lot of time in over the last couple of years. Let me just kind of give the, the listeners an overview on Bullfrog AI. Bullfrog AI is a business focused on proprietary artificial uh, intelligence um, aimed at improving biopharma clinical development success. So pharma AI, uh, and it, as, as, uh, has, as I've spoken about in the past, this has been a year where pharma has been on everybody's mind. So I'm, I'm excited to talk more about that. But before we get into Bullfrog AI, tell us a little bit about your background and, and how you uh, got, uh, got to the point where launching Bullfrog AI made sense.
1: Sure. Um, so I'm a biomedical engineer by training. I have uh, about 25 years of experience in the life sciences and biotech <laughs> industries. Uh, three-time founder or co-founder of an investor-backed company, in- including Bullfrog. Um, you know, I, I live in Maryland with my family. I you know, I love big challenges, and I, I love inspiring and leading others to buy into a vision and, and make it happen. Um, you know, the reason I started Bullfrog is... Uh, Throughout my career, I've always been very surprised and, and frustrated by the high failure rates in, in drug development, and even in human clinical trials. You know, the final stage of testing, uh, these companies fail about 50% of the time. And I thought uh, it shouldn't be that way. Uh, it didn't really make sense considering all the experience and knowledge, and you know, expertise and resources that are available to this industry. So I decided I want to try to change that a little bit and make a difference. And um, that's why I started Bullfrog. And we were able to uh, you know, get our hands on a, a very powerful AI platform that was developed at the Johns Hopkins University Applied Physics Lab. So we're really excited about uh, where we are and uh, where we're headed.
0: Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about um, the the type of the specific type of work that Bullfrog AI is doing. You're you're uh, you've been able to shorten or uh, simplify the clinical trial uh, process.
1: Yeah. So uh, so keep in mind it takes ten to fifteen years and one to two billion dollars to develop a drug. A lot of time and a lot of money. Um, so what we want to do is insert ourselves in that process, whether it's before Clinical trials, human clinical trials, or maybe uh, toward the end of that process, and and basically use use our technology to improve the chances of success. So our our platform can look at genetic and non-genetic data, you can find patterns, relationships, and, and predict you know targets of interest, things like clinical outcome or new drug targets and things like that. So we're really here to improve those chances for success and and accelerate that process as well.
0: Well, I mean, obviously living through the pandemic over the last year, uh, the need for a tool like Bullfrog AI should be obvious to everyone. Maybe based on what I'm seeing about AstraZeneca, they, they might've needed your
1: product. <laughs> yeah, possibly. I mean, it's, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot going on out there um, and it's all a matter of using the right tool, you know, for the right problem. And uh, I, you know, We've been, we've been watching what's happening with, with COVID and part of the challenge with uh, you know using AI to help with uh, addressing this pandemic is really uh, getting access to data, right? And um, in certain countries, I think it's easier. When in the US, all the healthcare data is very, it's very fragmented. I mean, even within a state, uh, there really is no central you know database, uh, forget the country. So that's been, I think, part of the problem, but there, you know, I, you know, I've heard stories here and there about uh, AI playing a role. Uh, the other, the other challenge is uh, the virus itself is constantly changing, right? So that presents uh, different kinds of challenges, but uh, it may be the kinds of challenges that a company like Bullfrog could, could help with.
0: So tell me about that data question. I, I, I would imagine in, uh, certainly the pandemic presents its own set of difficulties with data because one of the permutations that, and the changes that you're talking about, but two, uh, just the rapid nature of everything and the messy, messy data situation we've we found ourselves in. But data in and of itself has been problematic to, to get kind of structured correctly. How do you guys go about getting over that hurdle
1: well it's always a challenge i mean the when at any time we get um, a proprietary data set the upfront process the data engineering and the cleansing is really the the longest part of the process so uh what's really important uh for us is having uh subject matter experts that can help us with that process but what, what you're saying is really important right because uh you know, you put garbage in, you're going to get garbage out, right? So if we want actionable insights um, and we want some precision in the analysis, we have to make sure uh, the data that's going in, uh, you know, is uh, as error-free as possible. And uh, we have as much insight as possible, um, on, you know, upfront, so that um, when we're doing the analysis, we're going through the iterations, uh, you know, our, our findings actually mean something and, and we can take action from there.
0: Yeah, so I mean, uh, so I'm trying to get a sense of like, it, operate, operationally, um, how the product is utilized is, is very, very important. And I'd just be curious, who, who uses Bullfrog AI in, the com- in, in your client companies?
1: I mean, the, well, there are companies across the spectrum in the biopharmaceutical space. Uh, but you, you know you bring up a good point because um biopharma has been doing things the same way for many many years right and so when you introduce something new like this there i mean there's an adoption curve right and everybody's concerned about how it will impact whatever they whatever they're used to doing for the past 50 60 70 years they don't want it even though they want to increase their chances for success they're scared i think to incorporate really cutting-edge technologies right it is a conservative industry from that perspective yeah. even though they're developing cutting-edge you know therapies um so it's it's sort of a, an interesting balance but um i mean we're working uh, i mean right now we're primarily working with smaller companies um you know they're and yeah i think the reason is uh in typically they're developing one or two you know candidates and They 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 gotta get to the finish line. They they really only get one shot, really. Right. Right. Whereas big pharma failures are built into their model. They know they're gonna fail half the time, even though they've spent those billions of dollars, right? Right. And they fail and they move on. You know, that's that's part of and even then they're still incredibly successful. So um, right now our focus is more on the smaller companies that need that edge. They need, they need yeah, that. No, I, I,
0: I, I hear what you're saying. I think that actually bullfrog AI can be almost like a competitive advantage for them, right? Which can yes. essentially level the playing field, correct?
1: That's the goal. That's really the goal. Um, you know, the odds of, you know, when you're starting a drug development program, you know, you have a better chance of spinning the roulette wheel honestly uh so (laughs) you can decide you want to you know place those uh, tens of millions of dollars on the roulette wheel or in the company but it's it's a high risk you know business um obviously it's a very important business but you know we want to help increase those odds even if we could do it a little bit right it'll just imagine the trickle down effect you know these companies are going to benefit patients are going to benefit Uh, the industry is going to benefit, we're going to benefit, insurance companies are going to benefit because insurance companies reimburse for a lot of medications that don't even work for people, right? How would you like, you know, wouldn't it be great to change that? And then, you know, ultimately what will happen is all these therapies will be more affordable to all of us. That's the end end game here. And uh, that that'll be, you know, that'll make a, so what we're doing can really impact the entire healthcare infrastructure, which is what's so exciting about it.
0: Yeah, I can see how it really kind of hits on almost every area of the ecosystem. And uh, hallelujah, I, I hope you guys can can fix all those problems that uh, anybody that has had to go see a doctor knows uh, all the dilemmas that you're talking about. So... So listen, uh, Vin, it's been a, a crazy year that we've all been living through. And I, I, I like to ask this question to folks, uh, certainly, especially someone who's, who's been working closely with the medical profession. Uh, what's bringing you joy these days with, with, what,
1: with what you're working on and, and, um, and the world around? Well, the, for me, it's knowing that what I'm doing is, is going to make a difference in this world. I mean, that's really what, what we have to focus on. Um, and that's, you know, it's important because like, you know, what you said, I mean, the environment we're in today, it's, it's, it's rough, right? I mean, you know, everybody's having a tough time, but uh, it's also because, you know, what I'm doing I and mean, what my company's doing is, is really, really hard. <laughs> you know, starting a company from scratch and you're, you're in the middle of covid uh, impacts lots of things, you know, on the business side. So it's, uh, it just makes, if it wasn't hard enough being an entrepreneur and trying to do something big, like what Bullfrog is doing, it's, it's 10 times harder in the middle of COVID. Uh, and, you know, as you know, as an entrepreneur, it involves tremendous sacrifice. and really forces you to exceed your pain threshold, mm-hmm. right? And um, so I have to focus on the big picture, the higher purpose here, and that is ultimately, we're going to be helping millions of patients around the world. That's the focus. And uh, if you focus on that, you can uh, block out a lot of the, uh, a lot of the pain.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know the uh, it's one of those lovely kind of entrepreneurs dilemma types of things, which is it's absolutely tough to start things that are new. Um, And and certainly I would imagine, you know, the pandemic has presented its own set of difficulties for sure in the medical profession. I think one of the things probably people forget is that when you focus on one thing, one disease, one problem, people forget about everything else (laughs) that's going on, right? (laughs) Um, But, you know, I I think that the future is bright and I'd love uh, for you because, uh, you know, AI clearly is something that uh, makes sense for companies that need to be more efficient uh, and, and move, move faster. And one of the things I'd just be curious that I've seen in other business verticals over the last year is that that hesitancy in those business verticals, uh, let's say some of the larger players to, to make that leap, to move into digital, to realize that they have to reinvent their business from a machine learning perspective, seems to basically all of those objections, those kind of, those classic objections that you've heard a million times, I'm sure Vin, seem to be weakening. And so I'd be curious how you see uh, the business evolving uh, over the next couple of years. I'm hoping it's a positive structure. Yeah. Oh,
1: I, it's it's definitely going to be a positive. Um, but you know, I think you know, amazing technologies like AI and, and, and quantum computing obviously is uh, becoming incredibly hot. It's it's about getting results, right? I mean, there, there's a lot going on out there, but at the end of the day, yeah, it's 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 all it sounds cool, right? And they're they're trying to tackle really big problems and interesting problems but it, it's gonna come down to getting results that matter, right? Um, and, and I think it's also important that you know, we embrace these technologies. You know, there's a fear out there that the technology will replace the human. And I, I think for healthcare, uh, it, that might be true in some industries. In healthcare, I see this as an enabler, a very valuable tool Uh, And I don't see as a threat to replacing, you know, human beings that are functioning in this space, but it's going to instead allow us, you know, working in the biopharma world, the broader healthcare world to perform at a, a higher level and be so much better at predicting diagnosing and treating diseases and injuries. I mean, I, I see that, you know, that, that's what's going to happen. Um, And, you know, the bigger companies are, are experimenting a lot more with these technologies, I think than the mid and small size companies. And it has a lot to do with probably the risk you know, factors we were talking about, but it's um, I think it's slowly integrating now, you know, into the process. So I, I think over the next five years, you're going to see some really amazing results. Okay. that that's, like I said, it's got to, you need results, results that, you know, you, everybody can see and, Appreciate. Yeah,
0: no, I, I I hear you. I'm excited to see that, and I'm excited to re, to review those results with you as those things come come out over the next uh, couple of years. Uh, the point that you raised about uh, the uh, the fear the, uh, the fear for humanity that machines are going to somehow uh, eliminate all their jobs certainly seems to be misunderstood when we think yes. of the, the real, the actual problems, right? And I, 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 I listened to you talking about the challenges of developing a, a drug. are They're, they're immense. Yes. There's so much data that needs to be crunched to, to, to make this happen in a seamless manner. Yes. Uh, there are so many errors that are made in that process right now. And any system like like what you've developed at Bullfrog AI that can assist that is is just an incredible breakthrough. So, Vin, thank you so much for joining us on Uncaged today and telling us a little bit about what Bullfrog AI is up to. If people want to reach you, um, uh, where should they go?
1: You can uh, reach us at bullfrogai.com. Great, great. Well listen, we've been talking
0: to Vin Singh who is the founder and CEO of Bullfrog AI. Uh, He's developed a company that focuses on um, improving biopharma clinical development success via a proprietary artificial intelligence platform. Thank you so much for being on Uncaged. Uncaged is a show that provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe for shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the commerce of tomorrow. We've had Vin Singh, founder and CEO of Bullfrog AI on the show. And I'm excited to have you back on, Vin, to tell us more about some of those those results that we're going to see in the near future.
1: Thanks, Ben. I'd be happy to come back.